Hello and welcome back to the Create Me podcast. It's a special one, guys. It's definitely a special one. It's five years old. Create Me podcast is officially five years old. Um, yeah, I guess when I started the podcast, I had no idea what I was actually doing or what I wanted to achieve with the podcast. But it's been a wild and interesting journey and, you know, a lot of interesting conversations that I've very much enjoyed over the years. So I thought, like, how do I kind of mark five years doing the podcast? Um, So basically, the first person I spoke to in November 2017 was Gary Kemp from Doric Skateboards. I had, you know, didn't know Gary from Adam. Just thought I really liked what he's doing and I messaged him. I think it was on like on Twitter or Instagram. And kindly enough, he agreed to kind of come on. And I remember we recorded a conversation just off of George Street in a friend's kind of like um, office space. Um, you can definitely tell it was Amateur Hour with Ica, um, <laughs> where I recorded that first episode. It was kind of cringe a bit, um, how I kind of was just so unprepared and just, you know, so kind of like, you know, lacked any kind of knowledge in audio kind of recording. But we moved forward and yeah, you know, it was a great chat back then. And then, you know, me and Gary just kind of kept in touch, you know, became friends. And I thought it was kind of, you know, kind of worthwhile just having that conversation, almost kind of like a reflective conversation between us um, about the past five years, what we've been up to and you know, what do we feel think for us to kind of change in terms of actually our kind of like creative outlets and yeah, and much more and a little few things in between um, during the conversation. So hope you guys enjoy this chat, um, a little five-year retrospective convo between me and Gary. And yeah, I'll catch up with you at the end. All right, see you soon. So Gary, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while since you've actually been on. Yeah, thank, thanks for thanks for having me. Sorry, that was my laptop making the noise there. Um, yeah, five five uh, long years. Uh, yeah, where a lot's happened. Yeah, I know. Like I, I thought it was kind of this be useful to you know obviously have you back on five years um, to the month because you reminded me it was like November the fifth bonfire night. 2017 that you know yeah. we first recorded um episode one of create me podcast featuring yourself yeah but i guess for me uh, you know i want to touch on quite a few things because obviously you know we've kept up a friendship um after that kind of first recording you know last year did a collaboration as well and, and many other kind of things that we've kind of been involved in but yeah going back to 2017 like you know what do you think for yourself then, you know, since we last kind of first spoke, um, has been some of the kind of challenges for you being like a business owner and running Doric skateboards? Um, yeah, I mean, God, 2017 was, I mean, that was the year I launched, which was the March time of that year. So I was sort of like, um, yeah, very green, I suppose, then. I mean, I still feel it now. I don't, mm. I don't particularly, um, you know, dwell on milestones past and things like that. Sometimes there's arbitrary sort of things where you're like, oh, wow, I've had X amount of sales on a website or, you know, so many collaborations or whatever, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, but um, I suppose, like, you know, challenges, they are kind of, that's, that's, I suppose that's the thing that, you never really, you never really get over the hill, you know, because you, you're, you are always kind of climbing. Yeah. It's never, 
where you're like, oh, that's it, I'm fine. I've I've learned everything now and I'm just kind of on easy street. I think if you think that, you're probably coasting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say the thing I've learned is that you never stop learning, really, you know? Yeah, I think it's something that we, I guess, like, just, you know, when we've all kind of met in person over the years, we've always kind of just reflected on our journeys kind of like so far. And I guess there has been for both of us a lot of kind of challenges, but also a lot of wins as well. And I kind of see like from like your kind of creative pursuits and being a business owner that you've always had this kind of approach of working with local people. And obviously some people that are not from the Northeast of Scotland, but you've always kind of been about providing and offering opportunities for people to kind of recognize other kind of like creative talents across Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the the was part of the beginning of Doric was this idea of really it was to 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 promote just even the word Doric, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought like, you know, it wouldn't be great if more people, you know, spoke about it, let alone speak it, but questioned it. People from all all parts of the UK and, and beyond. Um and off off the back of that, yeah. I've said it before that you know collaborations wasn't really a a thing that I even had any concept of. I just that that just kind of happened, and it was like, oh right, you can do that, cool. Well, why not kind of work with as many local people as possible? Um, and I have done that, and I, I I you know I don't know. It's maybe maybe fifteen, sixteen, maybe it's, I mean it's probably twenty odd. To thirty people really have worked with, including photographers and videographers and artists and designers and whatnot, um, all from this part of part of the country. So I mean, that's that's kind of important to it. Yeah, I think I definitely kind of found that similar kind of process over the years in terms of actually um, doing the podcast. Is that you can like have a conversation with someone and then it leads to something else like new and interesting. And you're not even like, that's not even been the intention from, yes, you know, uh, from, yeah. from the get go. Yeah. And I think that sometimes that's some of the best pieces of work or projects or conversations when it kind of like, when it's been unexpected. And I think like, you know, for you, I definitely seen that within your work, like, you know, over the years that, you know, you've just kind of been able to, provide a platform for other artists and creatives, but also kind of also like, you know, take, you know, dog skateboards to like the next level if you know, you know, if that if that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's the I think that's the thing of like um yeah, you can plan these things all you like, right? But I think to not enough people take account of luck. Right. And luck is just a conversation being in the right time at the right place. Um, and I, I, I get why people don't give credit to luck because a lot of people want to take all the credit, you know, mm. and say, oh, it's all my hard work and, you know, I do this and that and I'm super. And it's like, well, you know, luck plays a big part. You know, the um, things that you don't control. Um, play, I, I've got a big hand in where you are and mm. where you're at, you know. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, absolutely. I think, you know, we easily kind of just forget that. And, you know, we were just speaking off mic before how, like, you've got a lot of people on social media kind of, like, 
blowing their trumpet, which I guess is like, you yeah. know, on, you kind of see that a lot like in America in terms of like content yeah. creators or YouTubers oh. as well. And I guess they they kind of need to do that, you know, as part of their bread and butter as well to kind of like, you know, amplify yeah. um, themselves. But I think for me, and right. I think for you, you're quite similar that we kind of sit in that kind of space of actually just being humble about what we do yes. and just getting on yeah, with yeah. the work that needs to be done and everything else just comes afterwards. Right. Well, yeah, the, the, the sort of idea of being obnoxious in order to be successful is just disgusting. Like, you know, the, You'll get the you know I, I saw this content creator. Uh, he's actually I think he's he's from Glasgow. I don't actually know, he, he's a businessman, right? I don't know what he does, but his his thing was to say, oh, I decided to be controversial and say X, Y, and Z, and basically if I lost a load of people, didn't matter because what I was saying would interest more people. And it was a really negative kind of way of of kind of um, trying to generate interest in business. And it was like, yeah. God, that's, that's depressing, you know. That's uh, being, you know, and you can see it. You see it online and stuff. You know, being snarky and being aloof <laughs> and, and, and so mm. cool. And it's like, it's tedious. I mean, I think that's an age thing. Yeah. Maybe. Because maybe if I was, <laughs> maybe if I had the mental age of 26 or whatever, I might think that's cool. I don't, you know, so yeah. it would be completely untrue <laughs> to me. So, yeah, I mean, the Doric stuff mm. is supposed to be fun, um, yeah. self deprecating. You know, just, it's not, I say, and I say this, and it's probably going to be on my tombstone. Well, I'll have a tombstone, but um, you know, I, t- I take what I do seriously. I don't take myself seriously. That's the, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah, folk could take themselves. Yeah, I've only seen that in your work and your approach over the years, especially kind of when you're doing like a, pro- a post. And you just kind of just being mm. reflective. You're being kind of very open and honest about saying, oh, well, mm. like, you know, the past few months haven't been great in the cells but you yeah. know we've got a few things here and there and if it takes you a fancy brilliant if not thanks for this reading this kind oh, of totally, like most yeah. and i think like yeah and that's so good i think as well a, a, an approach to have and actually just kind of just being honest about things i think like yeah. you definitely see that trend over the years of people being like oh yeah we've sold so much and this and that oh, and for me no, like when i've done stuff even like with like you know um big up the dean and i've had a few sales or sold out some things I thought oh that's really cool that's really I'm really chuffed about that as well but I never kind of felt like I had the need to kind of talk it up or exaggerate that as well and you see that a lot happening (laughs) over the past kind of five years I think it's interesting that that's yeah you change like I used to think um I used to like that phrase you know fake it till you make it and then, you know, mm. over the years, I've decided that actually, I'm not really, I'm not really interested in that. That that kind of fake, mm. fake success in order to um, generate it, or what is it they say now? Manifest it. You know, it's like mm. oh, just yeah. yeah. Again, maybe it's an age thing. I don't know, <laughs> a generational thing. But I'm just like. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's not that's not for me, you know. no thank you yeah 
I think I, I remember from my first conversation, actually, there's a really kind of key point in you spoke up and I, and I, I think I asked you about how did kind of Doric kind of come to be. And you said, you remember your dad saying, if you have like a goal or a dream, just kind of go for it. And do you feel like yeah. personally from when you've kind of created Doric Skateboards that you kind of achieved some of those kind of goals and dreams that you initially set out when you started the business? Yeah, it's that's yeah, it's weird. I don't. Yeah, I think just because of the personality type I am, um, mm-hmm. which is sort of default kind of miserable <laughs> and melancholy, <laughs> is that I never really get a. I, I I find it hard to have fun, right? Okay, and people that know me know this. Right? I am, I am not the guy that people say, "Oh, Gary, oh, geez, what a guy!" You'll have to hear him at the party. You know, I'm not that guy. Right? So I, I find it hard to celebrate success. It's like a fleeting moment of mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's cool," yeah. but okay, and then I'll think about all the, you know, shitty things about myself or what I do. You know. Uh, it doesn't really last too mm. long, um, but very, very occasionally I can have a, a moment of kind of. I think I said to you earlier, off, off, off microphone that uh, I get a feeling of something, and I'm like, "God, what is? Is yeah. that a heartburn or something?" And it's like, "Oh no, that's a lot of pride." <laughs> Jeez, what the fuck? Yeah. What is that? You know, <laughs> it feels weird, and you're like, "Oh, okay, enough of that." Um, I think if you dwell, try not to dwell on good stuff mm. or bad stuff too much. Yeah. But that's a very difficult I think, yeah. thing to battle. Oh, no, absolutely. 100%. I think it's, I think as well, like in the UK, we kind of like have this kind of the default settings is to be self deprecating. And we're yeah. kind of like, you know, you don't want to kind of celebrate your successes too much because there's always someone, especially online, the online kind of world now to be like, to take you down uh, a peg or two, you know, you know. Um, yeah. But I think yeah, it's me, it's not, it'll be your mates. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would be. You know, do you think we were saying that earlier? That's the, the mm. yeah, that's a default thing in, in growing up. Maybe it is a, a class thing, you know, your, mm. your pals would uh, soon bring you back down to earth with a who, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, you know, you're, you're too good, too good now. Like for, and that can come in. I think we were speaking about you know you you're younger, mm. and I'm talking about you're in your twenties still. You know, you get a new pair of trainers, and your mates yeah. will be like, "Oh, I'm, you're fancy, do you?" You know, <laughs> so no, uh, it's. I think that's just ingrained in us to be like, yeah, better no say anything. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself. I was going to ask you, um, oh, you know, from when we first spoke, like five years ago, like, how do you think you kind of changed as like a business owner? Um, have I changed? Yeah, I mean, oh well, I mean, I've changed. Uh, I've probably it's probably been a sort of like up and down all the way, where you like different priorities have come and gone mm. or you think oh well, this is the direction we mm. should go because this is what you might listen to too many other people you know consensus is mm-hmm. you should be doing this have you ever thought you know you get you know like you get a lot of unsolicited advice you know 
you should be doing this. Have you ever yeah. thought about doing that? Have you ever done this? Why don't you do this? And mm. it's like, and you allow that kind of earworm at times and you're like, you find yourself doing stuff and you're like, why am I doing this? You know, like for instance, a lot of people would say to me, you should get your stuff in shops. And mm. to begin with, I didn't have the confidence that I had anything that a shop would want, right? And then enough people say it and you think, oh, I should do that. And then you do it and you think, actually, this isn't what this is about. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Some shops have been really kind and taken stuff, asked for stuff. And then I've, you know, I've chased a few, not many, like to to ask if they would take stuff. And some have, some haven't. But that's not. So that's Mm kind of one of the, the things that's changed, you know, just your priorities on what makes yeah. what you're doing work, you know? Mm. And I guess, you know, for me, and I, I know we've had personal conversations about this as well, but what do you think makes you, where that drive come from that makes you kind of keep, keep dark skateboards afloat and keep it going? Um, you just like spite, anger, uh, caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do you know what? I don't I don't actually know. I mm. I I'm not a driven person, right? I'm not ambitious, mm-hmm. I'm not competitive. Um well actually I mean I'm saying those things, maybe that's for other people to 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 sort of comment, but I don't feel like I am. And mm-hmm. really the only the only drive I have for to keep going is just uh it's you know, it's enjoyable. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, I see a lot of business yeah. owners out there, like, you know, and like, I mean, like, you know, this business isn't paying my wages, right? So the mm-hmm. pressure is not the same. But, you know, you see a lot of people running businesses that are just miserable with it, take mm-hmm. no pleasure from it. And you think, well, you know, just go get a job and forget it, you know, <laughs> like, why, why put yourself mm-hmm. through the ringer, put yourself out there? Um, you've got to get something back if it's not financial then it has to be someone for the soul, someone to mm. keep you happy. And I think it does. I enjoy yeah. all aspects of it, like everything about it, really, to be yeah. honest. You know, mm. um, I don't care. Like, I know people, you know, they're small businesses, they'd be like, oh, I don't like doing social media, or I don't like packing orders, or I don't like doing, you know, and it's like, nah, <laughs> I'm fine doing all that. It's great. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's your own it's your own stuff for god's sake you know it's, it should be fun this is it i think you know it sounds really cheesy but it's that thing of actually you have to be your biggest kind of cheerleader isn't it if you, um there's some kind of like you know truth in that i think you know for me seeing you in your work i think you know like you said like you know doing the social media and like packing you know products and stuff like that that's still kind of like if you still got that passion for that you know it's very much evident that a business like yours will kind of just keep going and still got like longevity. And yeah. with regards, you know, and you know, with regards to like your work and and longevity, you know, it was five years ago that we first kind of met. And thanks for reminding me, it was actually March that you kind of launched. Like, do you ever kind of think about in terms of okay, the next kind of five years, what the plan for Doric would be? Um, I know, I mean, I know exactly what it would be, mm-hmm. um, if, if sort of I, 
if if things align and going back to luck, you know, this would require an incredible amount of luck. It would it would the ultimate goal would be rent a small unit of some kind, shop, warehouse, whatever it would look like, small. Mm. Print there, sell there, use it as a a pop up for other people, sell other people's stuff, local kind of people that make stuff that is in line with what I do, you know, uh, to help encourage that. Maybe add on print other people's stuff for them, mm. t-shirts and stuff, because I get asked that quite a bit, but I just don't have the space or time. Um, and be able to drop my, my day job down by a day a week. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that, that if, if in the next five years I could achieve that 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 would be a win mm-hmm. it, it, and it it doesn't have to go beyond that you know it's like that that is success to me it's success now really um mm-hmm. because we're still going and you know i feel like we're kind of you know evolving a little and still kind of exploring different stuff and i think it's yeah uh, that is a win really um yeah I think it's it's interesting because people, I suppose, businesses and stuff. There's always this: what's next? You know, mm-hmm. what's the next stage? What's the next thing? And it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> that's it's a tricky one. I think, like you're saying, it's going to need luck, um, luck of circumstance, just everything. You know, a lot of things will play into it. The yeah. social political landscape will also dictate, you know, because money, you know, all that sort of stuff is everything's tied up in it. So we'll see. We'll see what the see what the future holds that way. Yeah, I think that's kind of a big thing just now, isn't it? Like financially and this the kind of economically, like I think I just saw the news that, you know, so we're hitting like the biggest kind of recession um just now as well. But I guess like, you know, even for your business, you know, like kind of surviving just the kind of pandemic as well. That kind of time two yeah. years ago was filled with so so much um, uncertainty. And obviously we've seen people within the creative community, food industry kind of community, just pack up shop and be like, yeah. done all I can. And But I think the next kind of few years, coming years, is going to be such a massive challenge. And within that, I guess, all of us within this kind of creative community in Northeast of Scotland that have to think differently about how we go about kind of like just navigating this new kind of like financial kind of landscape. Yeah. I don't know if it's something that you've ever kind of thought about recently, given the whole kind of like doom and gloom <laughs> of the news recently. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's, I, I try not to dwell on things that I can't uh, directly control, you know, Mm-hmm. There is nothing I can do about that stuff. Um, you, you know, you've kind of just got to wait for these things to play out and then, you know, s- sort of take stock and say, right, how can I still mm-hmm. do what I do in this landscape? I think COVID was interesting in, <laughs> in a lot of ways because it was like, right, okay, there was a little bit of guilt because it was like, should I still be selling stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, the people need stuff. 
do am I taking money out of some other business's pocket? Well, there you know, there there comes a time where you've kinda you've got to be a bit kind of selfish, I suppose, and say, well, mm-hmm. okay, if I stop doing what I'm doing to save somebody that you know, not you know, not even knowing if that's true or not, oh, where mm-hmm. does that leave me? You know? Yeah. Um people can just stop buying your stuff. That's fine, you know. So I I just yeah. I think that I can scale things up or down depending on yeah how busy I am um, mm-hmm. and how successful anything is that I release. I can I can be quite adaptable with it, you know, um, and that's the way I've worked it over the five years, you know. Um, yeah, in some way, some kind of partly organic, little bit of planning. Um, but yeah, I can't control that stuff. Um, you just got to cross your fingers, you know, and hope hope that whatever comes in the next couple of years is as short as possible and as least painful, you know. Yeah, no, and a hundred percent. I think it's it's this thing of like, you know, like we both have like our day jobs, you know, yeah. and but we also kind of like equally want to pursue. Um, careers out with that um, so much so and just going back to when you were talking about obviously that kind of actually next kind of like potential or possible kind of five-year plan I think that's so important for people to kind of listen to and hear and take you know and take that on board as well like for me because I got so much other responsibilities out with yes. like the day job or whatever creative pursuits as well I you yeah. know I can't do that thing of literally going completely blind into a situation and being like, I'm just quitting everything, you know, because no. I have responsibility for other people. No, <laughs> and, no and I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's, it, it, I, I get kind of frustrated by a lot of these like self-help books and, um, mm. you know, mindset gurus that will say like, oh, you know, you trust your instinct and, you know, just go for it. And you're like, what does that actually mean? What does that look like? Because <laughs> you, you need, you need, you cannot, you cannot just bin everything off. Mm. I mean, I suppose, you know, I don't like giving folk advice really um, because what, what do I know? But I think right now anyone could start a business and do their full-time yeah. job. Yeah. Do your full-time yeah. job and do a business. Why not? It's, it's possible yeah. i'm i'm 46 and you know know exactly fit as a fiddle um you know and i manage it mm-hmm. if i was in my 20s you know or my late teens jeez you know I, yeah. i'm sure i had uh, more energy then <laughs> that's the thing as well i think over the past five years i think like even from when i you know started recording um, the podcast started kind of for me is actually a bit of a discovery and exploration of people that are already you know in Aberdeen creating or just working or having their yeah. own businesses. But within that, I've seen such a massive surge within the younger generations as well of creating their own kind of own spaces with their friends as well. And it's been really kind of nice to um, actually see within the northeast of Scotland. And then we've spoken about this off mic before, this in person about like you know, how can Aberdeen be kind of more connected? But 
it's almost kind of like what you touched on before. It's almost like you just have to kind of just keep on doing your own thing sometimes as well. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, you can be connected to a small group of people. But for me, I found being from London, living in like Aberdeen for close to almost like 20 years, I always kind of feel like I sat on the fringes of things. Yeah. Like, you know, I've got yeah. relationships, good relationships with like most people in this kind of great yeah. community, but I've never kind of been like, you know, back in the hill of people or being kind of biased as well about, oh, these are the only people I'm speaking to because they're like people that everyone knows and stuff. I don't see that as being productive. And I kind of see that in terms of actually the way you do your work and when you kind yeah. of, you know, do the like, like a new kind of, you're launching like, you know, a new range of like items that you've obviously kind of connected with people in the community, people that's just like um, leaving, like just graduate from grade school of art. It's going to be like, oh, that's really cool. I've just been introduced to somebody new. I think we kind of have yeah. those kind of similar kind of things, our interests yeah. kind of align there as well over the yeah, years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the fringes thing is like, you know, I, I always use that Groucho Marx quote to the, you know, I wouldn't want to be part of a, part of a, a club that would have me as a member, you know? Mm. I, no, I'm, not, I'm not desperate to... Um, I'm not looking for validation from mm-hmm. from groups of people or whatever, you know? It doesn't... It's nice. It's nice. People are nice. And I like to be friendly with folk. Um, mm-hmm. But similarly, it doesn't... I, you know, again, it goes back to that thing of not being able to control. You can't, you can't control who, you know, who you're kind of really aligned with and who supports you and who doesn't. It's just, it just that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, no, it's impressive to see younger people coming through with stuff, and it's like, yeah, amazingly kind of talented and stuff. It's just, yeah, I hope that they can find the work to keep them here you know yeah you know a hundred percent i think you know it's a thing that i've obviously kind of ran into many people about that the northeast of scotland doesn't seem to kind of hang on to talent yeah. um yeah. um frustratingly um but i don't i don't want to say it is what it is but hopefully you know there can be some kind of change within that and there can be like more opportunities mm-hmm. um up here yeah, I just actually just thinking in my head just now. I remember like I started the podcast through local kind of funding, and mm-hmm. you know, and the conversations <laughs> never kind of like moved on beyond that. I just kind of carried on doing that, <laughs> um, um, the podcast um, over the years. So it's that thing for me. I just had this like this unwavering disbelief in myself that okay, I've started something and I'm just going to see how it just kind of just goes. And I think like that's kind of been a similar kind of ethos for yourself, actually just getting on with it. And I'm just going to see how it goes. And, you know, it goes up and down sometimes as well. Yeah. I think it's that, um, you know, people like, you know, you hear it in the sort of work world of like mm. getting thrown in at a deep end, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, a really cheesy analogy, but it's easier to keep, keep, going on and mm-hmm. find the next bit of dry land and to turn around and go back you know yeah um yeah the temptation yeah. always is to to go oh christ this is uncomfortable mm-hmm. but you know it's you, you'll get a better sense of um 
something, like I was saying earlier, maybe it's pride, I don't know, accomplishment, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, it will feel better to keep going like yeah. you've done, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's leaning into the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten yeah. used to that. I've, got, I've gotten comfortable with that now over the years. You know, like that, like you touched on earlier in the conversation, actually, you can't be in control of some things. No. So you best catch, you kind of just riding out of that storm and seeing how yeah. it goes yeah. and where that kind of leads you to. And that's led to Big Up The Dean, We Are Here Scotland, yeah. or just being like, I don't know if I can do this or should I be doing this? But I think, you know, actually, I am just going to go and do it and just see what happens. Yeah. Doubt, I think a lot of that doubt is good for you, though. You know, I don't trust mm. anyone who is absolutely <laughs> positive about anything. Yeah. Like, like virtually nothing. You know, it's like mm. just... Yeah, no, that's that you, you you know, you've got here a little bit of a, a little bit of doubt and fear is good. It, it keeps you yeah. grounded and, and probably uh, drives you on further than absolute certainty <laughs> of, of anything. It's just, you know, I I don't don't trust those folk, you know, whoever they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, no, I definitely agree with that. I think it's that bit of I've gotten definitely gotten used to that but it's almost kind of like yeah like I try to be as, as positive as I can be when I'm doing certain kind of things but again you know we've touched on this as well like imposter syndrome does creep up a lot yeah. as yeah, well yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like oh should I be doing the podcast should I be still be doing this oh, yeah. you know do I kind of yeah, obviously am I taking up space and stuff like that <laughs> you know oh I mean I, for everything I've said and I mm-hmm. just say a lot and I will contradict myself a hundred times, but you know, that comes, I think just again, it's fine. You get older and change your mind about stuff, but mm. I've wanted to give up loads of times. <laughs> like yeah. I've, I've literally went and written the social media post that says Doric skateboards is no more. Right. Mm. And I've, I've written, I've written it before a few times and thought, ah, oh, this is it. I'm done with this shit. Mm-hmm. And it can be the smallest thing that can set you off on that thought and suddenly you're like you're you're been in it and then it, and it can take you know sometimes it's taken weeks to turn around and sometimes it's days minutes hours to be like ah wise up yeah you know, people would you know some folk would probably want to swap places with me to do this why would yeah. i why would i bin it you know um yeah so yeah, for all the fun it is and stuff, and I definitely that's what keeps me going. There are moments where I'm just like, oh, you know what? Um, why am I doing this? And that's more <laughs> a self-conscious kind of thing. Of yeah. like, you know, like it's the kind of thing that I think I don't. Again, going back to me not being any fun, I don't go to fancy dress parties, right? But I have yeah. done when I'm younger. Mm-hmm. But even when I was younger, I'd go to the toilet and I'd look in a mirror and I'd go like, what the fuck? What am I doing? Who <laughs> is a fucking pirate? <laughs> fuck I'm 32 or whatever mm. and I kind of get the same with Auric where I'm like right. I get a moment where I'm like what am I doing what what is this what the fuck pile of t-shirts here I'm printing t-shirts when did that happen you know <laughs> and you kind of think oh this is daft you know mm. um, but that oh, it passes quickly mostly mostly yeah. it passes quickly I think yeah. uh, there's definitely been a few times where it's been serious and I've been like I really need to um, kind of think about this, but mm. 
still going. Those those those, uh, those posts are still in draft, and I tell you what, if one day if I post them, yeah, everybody better better want to read them because they'll be absolutely brilliant. <laughs> no, but I'm glad. Also, I'm uh, glad that you you you've not kind of chucked it in. I think you know it's it's important that you carry on the work you're doing. And I think also like you, you know you've created a really good body of work, and you you know you also you built up a load of knowledge and skills to pass on to a younger generation of people um, as well. Um, I was just going to, what if I was going to ask you about, um, obviously, you know, it's kind of that time of year when we're all going to get kind of busy and burnt out, but um, what's kind of some of the up and coming like things, events and stuff you've got happening um, November, December time? Aye, November, well, I kind of took a wee bit of a break from the pop-ups for the past mm-hmm. couple of months. Um, just for just to give me time to to really print stuff and mm-hmm. you know do that r- rather than do the selling in person but i'm back at curated aberdeen like the end of november and then i'm there mm-hmm. like all of december basically um which i'm quite i'm quite excited for mm-hmm. um as long as i play christmas music um I'll be, <laughs> i might even smile you know but, uh, <laughs> i quite i quite like it it's i quite like the um, I like I I quite like retail. It's you know if you're selling your own stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to what I was saying, that should be fun, you know. Yeah. Christ, you know people are handing over their hard earned money. Yeah. To buy something that you've brought into the world. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't make you happy, then geez, you know. Oh yeah, so I if think it makes me happy. Christ, that's that's saying something, you know. <laughs> I think it's one thing is I think we've always when like we've done like pop ups over the years. I think I kind of started my first one as like the Etsy made local in twenty eighteen, yeah. and I think you know, it is it is a massive confidence boost as well. Like it is a big thing, you know, for me. When you make a first sale, or somebody comes and buys a load of stuff, and you wasn't expecting to expecting them to. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> oh, that's really cool, actually. Oh, I'm doing something really nice here, and I think this is almost like. That's been over the years when I've done stuff for Big Up with Dean, pop up events. That's always been so important, you know, because it's that bit of that laborious, I'm taking all these things and unpacking and yeah. loading and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's hard work. Yeah. 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 And that's and that's the thing as well. People, you know, who are listening recognize it is a hard work. It is hard graft because the reality is you do have these really kind of quiet times as well where oh, it's definitely. just like, you know, you know you're not getting any cells and it's actually dead <laughs> quiet and you're questioning, this is like, what am I doing? That's here? the voices <laughs> in the head. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're standing, what am I doing? Standing in the Bonacard Centre behind a fold-up table selling T-shirts. <laughs> what, what am I doing? How did this happen? Hmm. But I think it's funny you're saying it's a boost when people come and buy stuff, but there's also that moment of like, uh, are you sure? Are you, are you sure you want to buy this? <laughs> Oh, you want to buy that as well, right? Yeah. Okay, this is embarrassing, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you always feel like apologising. Sorry, you bought this stuff. It is, it's, it's almost kind of like, uh, yeah, I remember some of these pop up. I remember it's just kind of like, oh, okay, and, and almost like confusion. You feel like discombobulated a bit of like, oh, okay, like, yeah, okay, yeah you want to buy this and you want to buy that. Oh, that's really cool and stuff. Right. But I think through when I've done like pop ups as well, it's just been nice to actually just connect to people that just follow you online and they actually they might not be able to afford anything but I always, I always find that so kind of rewarding when somebody says oh look I listen to, for me it's been I listen to your podcast I really like the stuff you're doing as well yes. and well done That's and nice. stuff like that and I'm thinking like oh brilliant yeah. thank you so much 
know, you can't, that's like money can't buy that as well. No. And see, see, you've got like customers that come in with like a biscuit or Mm. a cup of coffee Mm. or sweeties, like just out of the blue. Mm. That's amazing. That's like, that's humbling. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, wow, this is a, that's really cool. But still, when you sell something, you're like, oh, Christ, that's going to ruin somebody's Christmas, is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, geez, they're going to open that and be like, oh, God, is this? You know? Yeah. I'm going to squash those thoughts, you know? Yeah, I remember actually one of the first pop-ups, a woman, she came and bought a load of stuff and for her niece that was living in Spain, I think. And she said, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I want to send out really like this stuff as well. And actually, probably I kind of probably thought that as well. Similarly, like, when she's gonna open this, what's she gonna be thinking? Like, why did her aunt, like, why did my aunt buy me this shit? Like, you know, not that I feel like my thing is shit, but it's almost it's just that confidence no, thing. It is a confidence thing. Ah, it's a, it, yeah. I'm saying, like, my self esteem's so low. It's like, you know, like, ah, oh, God, are you really gonna buy this stuff? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get a discount as well because I feel so bad. <laughs> so I just take it. That's all right. So basically, we're going to see you at Created Aberdeen with a Christmas jumper on the Santa hat. Yeah. yeah. If you <laughs> see me with a Christmas jumper and a Santa hat on, you know something very bad has happened. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that breakdown that's been in the post for quite a while. Like, you know, like, oh, that yeah, he's finally snapped. <laughs> look at him. He's, look at his face. What's that? Oh, he's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. nah, I'm not that much of a yeah. I do enjoy it. I do. I genuinely yeah. do. No, but I definitely but, yeah. like, you know, we have to kind of like um share that as well. Um like I'll um for creating me Instagram stories as well when you're kind of up yeah. and running for the no, pop ups. Yeah. Do you know what congratulations I, I, on your 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 body of work over the last five years though, you know? Yeah, thanks, you're, man. Yeah. You know, you're you're championing a lot of people. Um, you know, exposing their their work and stuff mm. for for free. That's yeah, it's got to be admired for sure. So no, thanks for thanks for supporting me and having me on. Um, that episode one, I need to check how many plays it's had. I might need to put it on loop for a few days to, to, yeah, to, to yeah to bump it up. Yeah, let's keep it in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Thank you, thank you so much, man. I think it's it's. I think the first kind of conversation, although I, I was kind of admit to people like the audio quality wasn't great, but it set the standard of the creating me podcast and what I wanted to kind of achieve. So thank you again for being the oh, first no. guest five years ago. No, oh, I mean, it ticked off. A, it genuinely was a bucket list thing, <laughs> which I don't. I don't have a bucket list, right? Mm. That's, but if I did, being on a podcast was one of them, and it was mm. like, wow, I was like, I was absolutely ecstatic you know still am yeah nice one but yeah gary man was a pleasure five years on absolutely Mm -hmm. yes yes absolutely i know i know we're older wiser are we ish wiser ish -ish. yeah Yeah. (laughs) let's listen back to this and decide (laughs) yeah something (laughs) now much appreciated mate thanks for thanks for having me on thanks for for all your work again no, likewise, and for yourself, man. So to keep up the good fight, and yeah, looking forward to obviously seeing much more of Doric in the next five years, and yeah, hopefully next five years we can do this again <laughs> um, yes, as well. Definitely. 
Yeah. God, imagine how grumpy I'll be then. Brilliant. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting booked in now. Yeah. But thanks again, man, for coming on. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. So, yeah, that was episode 115 with Gary Kemp from Dark Skateboards, a little five year retrospective conversation between us both. So, thanks again, Gary, for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. And, guys, yeah, that's it. Five years of creative me i have no idea where the time has gone obviously i do know because i had a child <laughs> in between you know those five years and many other kind of really nice things have kind of happened for me as well um i just want to take this time out to thank everyone and you know the listeners the guests the followers everyone that has taken their time out to come on a podcast to support the podcast it has meant so much to me um can't really kind of put that into words about getting quite emotional if I'm honest but it, it truly has meant a lot and it has definitely kept me going it's kept the podcast going and without you all the podcast wouldn't even be possible and that is 100% facts so big yourselves up and you know thanks again for this supporting me supporting this guy from London who's you know doesn't have a degree in art you know is a social worker but has a very much a passion and love for this creativity and art and loves to this support, um, you know, his peers in the North East of Scotland and further afield. So again, thank you so much for making all of this kind of possible. Um, I guess for me, you know, like on reflection, I feel very kind of fortunate and lucky because the Create Me podcast has led to Big Up The Dean and um, We Are Here Scotland. Very kind of thankful, you know, to be in this position. feel very much a privilege and I guess sometimes imposter syndrome does um, sink in, but I'm definitely going to sit comfortably in this reflective space and just be happy about all that I achieved with the podcast and everything else that it's led to. Um, yeah, so we're going to be back with more conversations this year. Um, and I guess like series two, we're going to kind of like um, shift into the new year as well. But before I go, I want to say a big thanks, and a big shout out to my editor. Um, yes, I'm calling you an editor, Jake, of Creamy Podcast. I first met Jake, I remember, and Etsy made local pop-up um, at the old H&M unit in the St. Nicholas Centre in 2018. My first kind of pop-up would be up Dean. And I remember meeting Jake and I think he bought one, a couple of t-shirts and a hat or a beanie. And then the following year, we did Etsy Made Local at the Anatomy Rooms where I'm just, I'm just now in the City Move space. I remember him saying vaguely that, you know, he's kind of finished his kind of sound engineering course at Aberdeen um, College. And he's, you know, and I think he messaged me as well about like just kind of just doing some kind of helping out where he could and it's kind of led to a really kind of cool working relationship because you know me and Jake we've you know um, produced some kind of like you know some more some quite a few episodes some commissioned work over the past kind of um, few years and Jake you know he makes me sound way more better than I actually do on audio so yeah Jake you know bigger yourself up and everyone needs to kind of obviously check out his work as well he's done does a lot of kind of sound engineering for different kind of projects um film and like and music as well he's a musician himself he's on the podcast with one of his bandmates um that's probably just around the start of the pandemic or before the pandemic around January 2020 so yeah Jake you know big props to you and thanks again for just your support and your generosity with you know um, keeping the podcast afloat and keeping it going and to a much better audio standard than I could ever have done when I first started which is very evident if you listen back 
um, to the first few episodes. But yeah, guys, that's it for me. Thanks again for all the support for the podcast. I'll see you again soon with a new um, conversation. And yeah, take care for now. And thanks again.